Welcome to the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber and I am your confidence coach, specializing in communication and personal transformation. I practice this through feng shui and organization, coaching, neuro-linguistic programming, hypnotherapy, and all that spirituality woo-woo. My mission in life and goal with this podcast is to help you achieve total freedom and optimize your life by building confidence within your mind, body, and spirit. I'm here to tell you that confidence is not something that you earn, but rather something that you learn. And with confidence, personal, time, and financial freedom are already manifesting deep within you. So if you love personal development, spirituality, and shit that blows your mind, then you are exactly where you are meant to be. I already know we're going to evolve to a whole other level together. So without further ado, let's take the next step on your journey of becoming confidently you. Hello, Confident Soul. Welcome back to another episode of the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber and I am your host on your confidence building journey. I am very excited, honored, and truly blessed to have a special guest on the podcast for you today. Her name is Olivia and she is a meditation and mindset mentor and coach. And we are here to talk to you today about some juicy stuff all about mindset, meditation, and manifestation. Olivia and I uh, went to high school together, but I don't think we had a single class together, but we managed to cross paths and stay connected via social media. And now uh, we're here on the podcast today. So welcome, Olivia. How are you doing today? (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. I'm doing so well and so excited to be here. And it's crazy how we went to high school together and we never really like connected. Like our high school was massive. But then now we're still in touch and we're kind of doing very similar things. So yeah, to be connecting. Yes. Actually, I should have mentioned. um, So I'm from Canada and Obviously, Olivia is from Canada, but she is living in Australia. So that is really cool that she's living, well, from my perspective, an adventurous life. (laughs) I always see you posting about like mountain climbing and stuff. That is so cool. Yeah. No, we've been here for four and a half years. Never planned on staying, but we love it. And and when I say we, I mean my partner and I. um, We love it. And... I don't know. We love Canada too. Maybe we'll come back one day. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is definitely a goal of mine to make it to Australia. So hopefully we can meet in person sometime and catch up without Zoom. (laughs) Of course, for sure. You have to let me know if you come down. Absolutely. Well, I am really excited about this episode. Um, for one, I mean, I'm all about setting mindset and adapting your mindset to help you become your most confident self. I love all things manifestation, but I am not as knowledgeable about meditation, which Olivia is. So very excited to be talking about that today. So perhaps could we open up with you telling us about your story? What brought you to where you are now and inspired you to do the work that you do? 
Yeah, it has been a bit of a journey for sure. About six years ago, I graduated university. I actually have a degree in marketing and I wasn't feeling really passionate about what of going into the corporate world. I, uh, it was kind of a low point, but I had a yoga practice then, and that was really what lit me up. I was super excited about it. And that's where kind of my personal development journey started. Um, from there, I decided instead of going into the corporate world to go do my yoga teacher training in Thailand. Um, so I did that for a few months. And then when I landed in Melbourne, I started teaching yoga and I taught yoga in the corporate environment. I taught in studios and then I found a meditation practice that really resonated with me. I became a meditation teacher soon after that. Um, and it's all kind of just built on to everything is built on top of each other. So um, okay. I, taught, I taught meditation for a while. I was running courses um, out of like cafes here in Melbourne. And then recently, so within the past eight months, I've shifted my business mostly online. So I now run a 90-day mentorship program um, tailored towards entrepreneurs to really help them um, establish a daily meditation practice, shift their mindset, start aligning with their values and their vision, um, and really finding the energy so that they can step into their full potential. Um, yeah, so it's been a dream. Oh, thank you for sharing. Uh, as you were talking, especially towards the end there, I really started to feel this like joy in my chest for you. I can tell um, just by watching you and listening to you how passionate you are about what you do. And um, I was hoping that you could tell us why it is that you're so passionate about your work. Yeah. Well, I think everything that I have gone into has changed my life in a way. Mm -hmm. And that's why I have got become so passionate about it. So uh, yoga changed my life when I was in a really low place in university. That's why I was so excited to then teach yoga and kind of give back in a way and share that same experience with other people, with my clients. And then meditation was a, the, probably the biggest game changer for me. So I had um, experienced different, I had had different experiences with meditation in the past and I, uh, some of them, they weren't always good experiences. So I actually mm -hmm. had a lot of experiences that were um, really uncomfortable. They didn't resonate with me. And then I landed in Melbourne and I found a meditation teacher who uh, taught me a really effortless meditation practice. And I fell in love with it right away. It was everything I different to what I had learned about meditation um, previous to that. Um, and so I was super passionate about meditation. And that has what that's what's really driven me to uh, being in this work is just the changes that it's had on my own life or in my own life. So from what I gather with your story, would you say that it was uh, connecting with the right teacher that really helped it resonate with you? Would you say? Yeah, that's definitely been a part of it. It is mm -hmm. always like having, it's kind of been following what's been most charming or following my desires, which I would now refer to that as following my intuition. Um, mm -hmm. 
So whether that's been in an experience or in a teacher um, or a practice, but kind of continuing to follow what I'm passionate about and what I'm excited about. Good for you. That's very inspiring. So I guess for some of our listeners here, maybe they haven't heard about mindset, meditation, manifestation. Maybe this is the first episode of the podcast they're turning, they're tuning into. Could you give us a, a brief summation of what you believe that mindset, meditation, and manifestation are all about? Yeah, totally. So they, although they're all very related, I find that they're quite different topics to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, So starting with meditation, like meditation is a wonderful tool that helps us develop uh, self-awareness and it also helps us shift into deep rest. So it allows our body to remove any stress or fatigue from the body. Um, It also allows us to really shift our conditioning that we've been brought up in. mindset work is where we now look at the way that we're thinking. So we look at our patterns, our thought patterns, recognizing that we have a choice to change those and actively starting to change the way that we think that's more in alignment with what we are desiring. And manifestation is happening in every moment. So we think Mm -hmm. that, you know, we'll take 15 minutes a day and we'll manifest our dream life. But in reality, we're manifesting in every single moment, whether we are consciously aware of it or not. And when we recognize that that's the case, we start to upgrade our everyday life. So you upgrade your thoughts, you upgrade your environment. And naturally from there, you start to attract the things that are uh, more in alignment with what you want to see. Um, So they definitely all tie into each other, but they all are quite different, I guess, practices and uh, ideas. Yeah, I'd almost go to say that they're all sort of intricately connected, but and and they kind of work off of each other, like as in a strong meditation practice, meaning you're more in alignment with who you are, meaning you will attract things via manifestation, what it is Mm -hmm. that you're wanting to bring into your life. Um, I love that you touched on how manifestation is something that is going on all the time. I love, I love the term uh, immutable, meaning that you can't turn it on and off. It is something that we are constantly doing all day, every day. And I think that's a really big misconception. You know, people thinking like how you said, oh, we sit for 15 minutes a day and we manifest our dream life. Like that's perhaps conscious manifestation in action in a ritual form but yeah yeah but we are actually doing it all day every day (laughs) yeah thank you for sharing that and over over the years like how long have you been how long would you say you've been actively like pursuing these forms of study yeah so I've been on my own personal development journey for Mm -hmm over eight years now. So ever since probably the last year or two of university. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been working in this industry for over five years. Um, So teaching yoga, um, and then naturally talking a little bit about mindset and then shifting into meditation. Yeah, so it's been a little while since I've been in this world. (laughs) 
So yeah, about the same for me too. I'd say my personal development journey started about eight years ago or say. Um, and I wonder if you've come across any um, research or evidence that you found in research that might help explain some of the phenomenon that goes on with uh, meditation or any of the modalities that we're talking about today? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I mean, I'm really about like experience. So I yes. haven't gone deep into like the scientific research that's going on around these practices but what is certainly true in terms of science when it comes to meditation is what we're doing every single time we sit down and meditate is we're shifting our nervous system into a parasympathetic state so we have two states that our our nervous system functions on our sympathetic nervous system and our parasympathetic nervous system And our sympathetic nervous system is our fight or flight state. So our body is releasing certain hormones and chemicals that um, are putting us in this state of reaction to a threat, a potential threat um, in our environment. So it's the same reaction you would get if, you know, you're about to be attacked by a tiger. Um, But sometimes we set ourselves off in that way when we're just getting a bad email or a text. And we are kind of putting our body in that uh, sympathetic nervous system or fight or flight state multiple times throughout the day. Um, And when we're in that state, we can only think short term, you know, our, our body is tense. Our muscles are stressed. We, uh, um, our, our whole body responds in a particular way. And when Mm -hmm. we're meditating, every single time we meditate, we're sitting down and we are shifting into our more rested state, our rest and digest, which is our parasympathetic nervous system. And when we're in that state, we notice that we are reducing our stress, that our heart rate goes down, our blood pressure goes down. Um, We feel the muscle or the tension in our muscles start to relax. Um, We feel more at ease. And this is because the hormones are changing in our body and we are now better able to respond to situations instead of reacting to them. Um, And what we're doing when we meditate, especially if we have a a regular practice, like a steady, consistent practice, is we're retraining our body to function from that rested state instead of a stressed, uh, sympathetic fight or flight state. Yes. I... I think that you you answered my next question. I was about to ask you, um, how does meditation help you cultivate that positive mindset? But I think being put in that relaxed uh, that relaxed state uh, helps you respond to your thoughts, feelings, emotions more positively, especially when you set the intention to do so. So, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. What is now the the inspiration to talk about manifestation today uh, came to me because you talked about it on one of your recent Instagram posts. So knowing that you um, really focus on mindset and meditation, um, I personally consider those to be uh, sort of spiritual practices, uh, just because it's simply connecting your mind, body, and spirit. So what is something that you have successfully manifested that you can link back to your meditation or mindset practices, if you're comfortable sharing? 
Yeah, no, that's a really interesting question. I've, to be honest with you, never really thought of that before because I, mm. I definitely have my attention placed more on meditation and mindset than like the idea of manifesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say that there's not one thing in particular that comes to mind. It's, it's more just this overwhelming feeling that it, it's my whole life. Like it's led me to this point where I feel so grounded, where I feel so grateful, um, where I have a really deep connection to myself. Um, and so it's not necessarily manifested or it has, I mean, it has manifested my entire reality, but probably on a more important level, it's manifested into the way that I feel every day waking up now. So less about, you know, my environment around me and sure. Yes, of course, like because of these things, I've manifested an amazing, loving relationship. I've manifested a happy, secure home. I've uh, manifested the job that I'm in, my business, you know, all of these things are because I've started doing the personal development work um, years ago. But what's most important to me is that I've manifested how I feel about life every day. Um, and that feeling is really calm, really grounded, you know, even if if I feel that my external world is chaotic and crazy, I still feel really secure with myself um, and just overall really like happy with life, you know? Mm-hmm. That's that such a, <laughs> yeah, that's such a beautiful answer. Um, I love how, I, I think what you were trying to say is your overall state of being. You are so um, full of, happiness and joy and I mean by outsider's observation you seem to be very inspired and living an inspired life which um and and you also said um yourself um no, you didn't say confidence but your self-esteem I think something like that um but just to hear you like you're so comfortable in your own skin and you accept yourself for who you are so I'm really mm-hmm. pleased to hear that mm-hmm. so who who inspires you like you you obviously learn from other people who who have been your mentors who are your current mentors and who inspires you yeah I mean there have been so many people that have inspired me to the place that I'm at right now but my current mentors are definitely my two meditation teachers so Laura Poole from Mahasoma in Melbourne is phenomenal. Um, that's where I learned um, the practice or the form of meditation that I practice now. Um, that changed everything for me. And then uh, Johnny Pollard is really wonderful as well. He has a company called One Giant Mind. Um, and he's a bit more global with helping people adopt a, real, a daily meditation practice. Um, so those are definitely two of my biggest mentors and inspirations. Mm -hmm. And then I also recently have dove into the world of business and entrepreneurship. And, um, one of my business mentors is Rachel Bell. Um, I worked with her in her program last year and 
business is so interesting because it is a form of personal development. It's a form of growth and she sees it in that way. And so she teaches that way. And, um, that was really helpful for me in creating my business and yeah, committing to it, going full in on it, trusting myself in the process. So those three people are currently my biggest inspirations and mentors. Wonderful. I couldn't agree more about business. I find being an entrepreneur is really mm, personal development with a compensation plan attached to it. You're, you're really just growing and um, sharing your love and passions with other people. So yes, totally agree with you about that. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) The compensation plan. Yeah. (laughs) So pretty much every day I see you posting, um, about your morning routine, about all these great things that you do in the morning. Could you please share with our listeners what your daily routine looks like? Yeah. So it is different most days, but the one thing that will always be steady and consistent is my meditation practice. So I practice for 20 minutes in the morning, um, almost first thing when I wake up, and then I practice 20 minutes in the afternoon. Um, And that's my non-negotiable. And I think it's really important that we have that one thing that we are really committed to, um, because when we commit to something, that's when we see the results. That's when we build the momentum. Um, So meditation is my non-negotiable. And then outside of that, I'll fit in some journaling. I'll fit in some reading, a personal development book or something I'm really into. Um, I always uh, get into nature every morning. Um, no matter the weather, even if it's for a a moment, um, and just find gratitude for the sun um, and really connecting myself to nature. So that's probably been, besides meditation, my second biggest priority is to just have a relationship to the natural environment around me, um, sync up with when the sun rises, when the sun sets, be really aware of what phase the moon is in because I recognize more and more now that these things impact the way that I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And when I'm more connected to the, to nature around me, I feel more connected to myself. So uh, my daily routines changing, especially with the seasons, but meditation is the number one thing I'll always, always be up to in the morning. <laughs> and Wonderful. the afternoon. Mm. I do my best to connect with nature as well. I also I, I have I share a similar um, sentiment as you about nature. It is a little bit difficult, admittedly, in our neck of the woods in wintertime. But so um, chilly. Yeah, it's so cold. But I mean, my dog has to go out every morning. So that is my way. I, I'm very intentional about okay, I'm going out here for five minutes. I'm gonna breathe in all of the mm-hmm all of the fresh air and just appreciate my time out here. And then I get to go back inside if it's really cold. So I am definitely definitely looking forward to um, spring as it's just around the corner. Tell me, is the season uh, opposite? So is it autumn? Yeah, going into winter here. Oh, (laughs) but I mean, winter compared to Canada, it's really nothing. It gets to like, in Melbourne, it gets to around 10 degrees throughout the day in winter. Oh, yeah. Um, but I've really become a softy with the weather, and that actually feels cold to me now. So, <laughs> when was the I last don't know time what you I'll were do home? if I ever come back? <laughs> 
When was the last time you were home? Um, I was home in February. So I experienced the cold then. Yeah. Okay. Was that around your birthday then? It was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So I'd like to ask you, what is something that you have unexpectedly learned about life or humanity, the universe, yourself? you know, anything that you have this unique perspective on because you started implementing this daily meditation practice? Yeah, something unexpectedly. I feel like most of the things I've come across have felt a bit mind-blowing. Like when I learn Mm. a new concept, when and there's always going to be that next level right there's always something else that you can dive deeper into or surrender more into and I feel like every time I surrender a little bit further I'm like mind mind blown in a way yeah like this is all crazy um but that's the way it needs to be is kind of like that, like an onion peeling all of those layers back and you can't just dive straight into it. It's like a slow process of removing these layers of conditioning, these um, ideas that we have about ourselves that have like protected us up until this point, but maybe they're no longer serving us. Um, So a lot of it has been unexpected, almost all of it. Yeah. I can't really think of something in particular, but yeah. Yeah, I can definitely relate with the whole onion analogy. And I think that um, how you said it has to happen in steps. It's kind of like if a person were to completely dive 10 levels deep in something that they're not prepared to hear, like they're just not going to learn from it. It'll just be way too over their head and they'll think it's a load of bullshit and mm-hmm. just be like, no, that's not real. And like, it's like you have to train your mind to be open and accepting to what is possible and to just like climb the ladder of believability as, yeah. as you go out. Yeah. So I can definitely relate with that. Yeah. And uh, I guess touching on the last question, like, do you have a unique point of view or an unpopular opinion about meditation because of something that you've personally experienced through throughout your practice an unpopular opinion about meditation um or something unique to you that you feel yeah so it's probably this idea that meditation is for like a particular type of person and that only Mm -hmm. certain people can meditate um, Mm -hmm. and that it's not for everyone. You know, I hear that so often is, is just meditation is just not for me. Um, Mm -hmm. But in reality, meditation is for everyone. And I feel like everyone should be practicing it um, Mm -hmm. because that's, what's going to change our world. You know, if we want to change the world, we have to start with ourselves And so it's just this idea that meditation is for everyone. We just need to, and we like with the onion, like we come to it in our own time, you know, it's not that everyone needs to drop what they're doing right now and start meditating. It's just recognizing that people will come to the practice in their own time. And um, 
they'll recognize that like they'll find the practice that really suits them yeah and they'll be like why haven't I been doing this all along like meditation was Mm -hmm. for me because I know in my own personal story there was there were many points where I was like meditation's not for me like I can't do this it's for the people who sit up in the mountains it's for the yogi (laughs) it's not uh for me and I mean more and more these days I feel like it's become more mainstream and people are more open to practicing Mm -hmm. but um I was I was in that box for a while for a few years where I was like this is just not my thing I've tried it my mind's too crazy my mind's too busy there's no way that I can sit there in silence or quiet. Um, it's almost like that fear of actually sitting with yourself without any distractions. And, um, but I, I eventually landed with a practice and a teacher who opened me up to that idea. And then I was like, oh no, everyone can meditate. If I can meditate, anyone can <laughs> meditate. <laughs> so. Love it. Yes. I couldn't agree with you more. So. Yeah. I guess, um, how has meditation helped you build confidence within yourself and your clients? Because you are very confident, very like in tune with who you are as a person and speak your truth. So do you feel that that's come from meditation? And if it has, how, how has that had a domino effect in your life? Yeah, definitely. Um, Well, with meditation, you are building a relationship with yourself, right? You're Mm -hmm. developing this self-awareness. You're getting to know yourself on the most subtle level. You're building a relationship with the side of yourself that doesn't have any conditioning, that doesn't Mm -hmm. have any fatigue in their system, that isn't stress. And every time you sit down and meditate and you connect with that part of yourself, the more frequently you practice and the more frequently you strengthen that connection to that side of yourself, the easier it is to pull that into your everyday experience or what I call your eyes open experience. Um, Whereas with meditation, it's your eyes closed experienced experience. Mm -hmm. And so confidence comes from knowing yourself and being comfortable with yourself and and having that unshakable relationship with yourself. And so the more that you spend time with that person or that side of yourself, then the more unshakable you are. And so um, that's why meditation has been so powerful. It's also, you don't look to the external worlds to fulfill yourself in a particular way. And when you have a deeper connection to yourself, you don't need anything external from you in order to feel fulfilled. You are already fulfilled. So you're not looking to, um, you're not, you don't care as much what people think of you because you have that deep confidence within yourself. If that makes sense, you are already fulfilled. You don't need anything external from you. Um, and so that's what meditation has done for my confidence. And then also just removing the stress, removing the fatigue and being able to, uh, function from a more rested state instead of a reactionary fight or flight state makes all the difference, right? Cause then I can choose, I, I have that space to choose how I want to show up. 
um, how I want to respond to a situation, what I want to say next. Yes. Mic drop. <laughs> you, gave, you gave me goosebumps when you were saying that that makes you unshakable. I think that is such a powerful sentiment and I couldn't agree with you more. And if only more people understood that feeling within themselves, having that strong foundation built within themselves that they don't need external validation and they don't need anything from their external world that they're ego needs to feel satisfied and Mm -hmm. um really just like connecting with your higher self so yeah I'm just I'm snapping right now (laughs) I love it I love everything that you just said awesome (laughs) so could you offer one piece of advice to someone who is maybe struggling with their meditation practice or their their daily routines what is one thing that a person could take away that would find helpful Mm. I think acknowledging that it's okay to feel overwhelmed by it um, Mm -hmm. because there are so many different opinions out there. There are so many different practices. And when you acknowledge that it's normal to feel overwhelmed by it, it almost takes the power away from that, that feeling of overwhelm. And then once you've moved past that, looking to step into what is most charming for you you know, do you feel really excited about journaling every morning? Then do that. Do you feel really curious about a meditation practice? Go ahead and do that. Um, You know, maybe there's a particular book that you've been putting off and you want to read. Then just focus on that, like one thing at a time, you know, you don't need to have this perfect routine or this perfect practice. Um, Just start with these little baby things. And know that it's a journey. Like maybe you'll journal journal for a while and it serves you and then you don't journal for a few weeks and that's okay. You know, we put this pressure on ourselves to be perfect, to have this perfect mm-hmm. routine or to be the perfect person. And when we just understand that it's going to be messy and that things are going to come into our life in seasons, then there's just that less pressure to be perfect, you know? Um, So that, but then also know that you're not alone and that you don't have to do it alone. You know, if you want to dive into the world of personal development, no one's expecting you to unpack all of your shit by yourself. You know, that's why we have people out there who are willing to help you. Maybe it's a good friend. Maybe it's a mentor. Maybe it's a yoga teacher, like whatever Mm -hmm. it is, um, not being afraid to ask for help and to really, yeah be messy about it, you know, dive into it. Absolutely. I found when I first started my meditation practice, of course, like, I think you, you find yourself overwhelmed with your, your immense number of thoughts. You have so many Mm -hmm. thoughts coming to you because you're finally giving yourself a time, a chance to sit down. So of course you have like this brain dump going on because you're giving your brain a chance to relax. And so all of these thoughts are finally coming to you. And I think that that can be very overwhelming to some people when they first begin their practice, because they, they judge themselves for having all of these thoughts um, when it's totally normal to have 
all of these thoughts come to you. That's the point why you have to practice it. You have to um, take that time and make that commitment to yourself every day to, to learn how to accept those thoughts and let go of them and find that stillness within yourself. Yeah. The overwhelm comes with this expectation that our minds need to be empty. Yeah. This idea that thoughts are bad. We demonize thoughts. Um, And that's the beauty of meditation is it's, you know, sometimes when we get into this personal development world, we only really look to one end of the spectrum, right? We look to the end of the spectrum that is bliss, that is enlightenment, that is zero thoughts, that is perfect. Um, But what meditation teaches us is we learn to accept the full spectrum. You know, there's no good, there's no bad. There's just whatever you're experiencing. So you're sitting down and you're experiencing lots of thoughts. You're experiencing maybe your body is uncomfortable or you're feeling quite emotional and it doesn't feel good. You know, Mm -hmm. what meditation teaches us is that experience is just as valuable and important as the experience where you feel completely relaxed, where you feel like your thoughts are slow and you're not attached to them. Um, And so when we recognize that we are there to accept the full end of the spectrum, we start to do this in our practice and it becomes a bit more effortless. But then we also start to do that with our eyes open in life as well, accepting that not every day is going to be perfect. We're not always going to feel on our A game and it's okay to accept the days that are feeling a bit uncomfortable, you know, and to just recognize that that's life and we don't ever want to resist any part of life itself. Allowing yourself to experience the whole spectrum of life and yeah and I think that is um something we're conditioned to suppress we want to we want to suppress the discomfort and the fear and the anger because those things are quote-unquote not acceptable forms of behavior in society but suppressing those things only um manifests in other discomfort in your life maybe it's dis-ease in your body or maybe it's a negative mindset or maybe it's um, mental illness you know there are so many things that can manifest from not um, not allowing yourself to live in that full spectrum totally yeah mm-hmm. I agree so tell us um, I know that you have a, a program that you are in the middle of launching right now. Can you, can you tell us about your program and any other services or workshops or guided meditations that you offer that, and how have they been uh, helping people transform their lives? Yeah. So I offer one, I have one offer and that mm-hmm. is my 90 day mentorship program. So I used to run like little weekend courses and workshops, and I just found that I wanted to be able to support people throughout their, a a good chunk of their transformation, their journey, because lots comes up, especially when you first start a meditation practice, there's a lot of unstressing that happens. And so I really wanted to create a program or an offering where I was there to support them through those questions like when you question yourself when you question what you're doing um so that they really have that motivation and inspiration to keep moving forward moving through it 
Mm-hmm. So I have a 90 day mentorship program. Um, and I actually, it's starting at the end of this month. So I'm currently in enrollment for it. And we work through three different pillars. So in the three months, we work on meditation. So of course, first thing we learn is a daily meditation practice. That's a practice you fall in love with. It's a practice that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. Then we work on mindset stuff. So we actually go into what are the current limiting beliefs that I have that are maybe holding me back in my life and in my business, and then rewriting those so that they're more empowering. They're more, more in align with your highest self. And then we move into the third pillar, which is aligned action. So taking everything that you've learned and applying it to your business, your life, how you're showing up um, into action, right? So Mm -hmm. that is my offering. And that's how I work with people is through this 90 day mentorship program. And yeah, it's amazing. I love it. (laughs) And what is it called? It's called the Mindful Entrepreneur Method. Thank you. What were you going to ask? Oh, and you you asked me how it's helping people or yes. how it's shifting people. And um, I think it's a lot of what we talked about in this podcast is it's just yeah. helping people have that deeper connection to themselves, maybe for the first time in their life ever. Yeah. You know, we think that we have a connection to ourselves um, and you know, a lot of us, we dive into mindset work, um, but it's very intellectual. And that's why I think meditation is such an important pillar of the program is it gets people into their bodies, into the feeling experience, into their heart. Um, It removes the stress and fatigue that's holding us back, making that mindset work so much easier. So for my students, it's really just getting to know themselves for the first time ever. Um, And seeing that that shift for them and how that affects the way that they show up in their life and in their business as well. Yes, I am a firm believer that the transformation lies in the truth. So when you truly begin to understand who you are as a person, you can then unlearn those layers of the onion that we were talking about, those layers of conditioning that are not true and are imposed on you by society that you've learned over time. So really getting to the truth of who you are and allowing that truth to come out and live personally free. Like that is personal Mm. freedom when you like living who you are unapologetically because it is true to who you are are yeah Yeah. I love that that's so great I love how a meditation practice can help you uh become in tune with who you are and how it truly is like so transformational to to experience that with yourself yeah Yeah, Yeah. the meditation practice is like the unlearning that you're talking about um because we carry these we carry like these experiences, this conditioning, unprocessed emotion in the physical body. Yes. So when we're shifting into that rested state, it's like we're unpacking the stuff that's like physically holding us back from stepping yes. into our potential, um, which is so important. So yes, important. we're liberating energy that yeah. that benefits us. You know, we're letting go of that energy that doesn't serve us, and it frees up so much space for us to live a prosperous and abundant liberating life 
Mm, totally. So what's next for you? Um, do you have any further visions that you, that you see for yourself in your life? Any traveling ventures? Well, I mean, COVID pending, of course, but any traveling ventures or business ventures, anything that you are looking forward to that's guided, um, or that's being guided to you by your purpose and your intuition? Mm, Yeah. I mean, I'm really in the process of just like trusting that everything's unfolding naturally and stepping fully into like that surrender of trusting the process. Mm -hmm. Um, But at this stage, I just, I am fully committed to keeping on this path of surrendering. So I'm learning with my mentors, deepening my knowledge and experience there, but probably the most important thing is just accepting this moment each moment so building a deeper connection and relationship to the present moment because this moment is birthing my future right and so the more grounded and connected I feel in this moment the more in tune my future will be the more aligned it will be so just really letting go of any obstacle that's holding me back from just being more present and I mean, accepting of the moment, each moment. I can, I can feel a tremendous sense of gratitude from you. Mm -hmm. Like I can tell that you, you must practice gratitude, or at least you give a lot of intention to gratitude. Cause I can, I can feel that coming off of you. Like we're on a zoom meeting, but (laughs) I feel like, I I feel like I feel that gratitude, gratitude energy coming from you. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that that's really beautiful because um, I think gratitude is perhaps misunderstood and not enough people are practicing gratitude. So good for you. <laughs> you. So where can our listeners um, find out more about your program, connect with you and um, find you and connect with you online? Yeah. So there are two places we can connect. The Probably the best one is Instagram. I'm on there every day giving advice and tips and as much value as I can. Um, and that's just Olivia Marie Hannes, so my full name. And then my website is my name as well. So that's where you can find out more about the 90-day mentorship program that I run. Um, and that's where you can sign up for a call with me if you want to chat a little bit about it. And yeah, those are the two best places. So Olivia Marie Hannes via Instagram or just website.com. Great. Not to worry, folks. We will put that in the show notes so you can check that out when this podcast is over. Um, but yeah, I, I, um, I'm really grateful that we had this opportunity mm-hmm. to connect today. Um, I've absolutely, I've learned from you um, from this conversation. So you can bet that I will be going back and listening to this <laughs> and um, finding other ways to confidently put meditation in my daily practice. Mm-hmm. So do you have any last words for our listeners here, Olivia? Um, no, I mean, thank you so much for having me here. It's been so lovely to connect with you and to have watched like your transformation unfold over the past few years and just being connected in that way. But I guess my piece of advice for anyone listening to this, 
um, is just follow curiosity. That's probably my go-to quote or thing that I I am always living by is follow curiosity, follow what feels most charming to you and kind of move into that fearlessly, you know, trust that your body is telling you what you need, even if it doesn't logically make sense, it makes sense in the big picture. So just go for it. And that's what led me to Australia. That's what led me to teaching meditation and being here. And the more that you lean into that and trust it, Um, And the more frequently you do it, uh, the more you notice how that's how life works. That's that's how our paths unfold, our journeys unfold. And it's a matter of letting go of resistance to it because it's there regardless, you know, and and we resist it. We're like, that's not logical. I can't do that. (laughs) That doesn't, that makes me feel uncomfortable. But Mm -hmm. the moment we let go of resistance and step into charm or what is desiring or what we feel pulled towards, Mm -hmm. um, that's when life starts to become more effortless and fun and easy. So (laughs) thank you. I actually, I wrote that down. I didn't write anything else down this whole interview, but Mm -hmm. I wrote down follow curiosity that really that really stuck with me. So thank you yeah. for that last thought. I'm glad that I asked you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. And yes, listeners, please do go and check Olivia out, give her a follow. And if you had any major breakthroughs or takeaways from this episode, please take a screenshot tag us in your stories on Instagram or Facebook. That's at confidently.amber or at Olivia Marie Hannes. We'd love to hear your comments and feedback from this episode. So again, thank you for listening. Thank you for being on today and we will connect at the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am truly honored that you have entrusted me to fill your cup with all the good stuff. If this episode blew your mind, please show me some love by downloading and subscribing. A small, simple action that helps me share my mission with more people. Did you have any major breakthroughs? I want to hear about them. By screenshotting this episode and tagging me on Instagram or Facebook, you can follow me on Instagram at confidently.amber for daily confidence building tips and updates about my workshops, programs, and freebies. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude, and I look forward to connecting in the next episode. Mwah.